Welcome to the Dirt on Turf podcast. I'm your host, Chris Toppings. Today we have an amazing guest. First, let's hear from our sponsors. Netting professionals are improving programs one facility at a time. Netting professionals specialize in the design, fabrication, and installation of custom nettings for backstops, batting cages, dugouts, scoreboards, overhead netting, barrier netting, sideline netting, golf course netting, and much more. They also design and install digital graphic wall padding, windscreen, turf, turf protectors, dugout benches, dugout cubbies, and more. Netting Professionals continues to provide quality products and services to many recreational, high school, college, and professional fields, facilities, courses, and stadiums throughout the country. Netting Professionals are improving programs one facility at a time. Contact them today at 844-620-2707 or info at nettingpros.com. Visit them online at www.nettingpros.com or check out Netting Pros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for all their latest products and projects. Welcome to the Dirt on Turf podcast. I'm your host, Chris Toppings. Today, we have Sam Dando from Toro. Going to talk about some new equipment. This is going to be our mini-series, Conversations with Toro. Welcome, Sam. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Good to be here. Uh, give everybody an introduction of yourself first and how you got into the business and then how you got to where you are now. And then we'll jump into some of this new equipment. Sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a global, global product manager uh, for, for Toro and the commercial group. So I have responsibility for the Sand Pro line and this new Field Pro 6040 that we'll be talking about today. But I've been uh, I'm relatively new to Toro, actually. I've been with Toro for a little over a year, but I've uh, come from the power sports industry uh, where I spent several years in product management, developing new products and vehicles and um, very similar to, to, I guess, the Toro uh, business, but a lot of experience uh, developing products. So um, yeah, Toro's a great company, uh, make really good uh, equipment, uh, you know, in the Twin Cities here has a very good reputation and, and a place that I really enjoyed uh, being with. Uh, so yeah, it's good to, good to be here and it's good to work with this, uh, this group, especially the commercial group. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you in the turf business before? I was not. Nope. You were not. Um, okay. So today we're going to talk about the new infield machine from, or infield groomer from Toro, the Field Pro 6040, is that right? That's it. Uh, and everybody on the Twitter page, we are going to post a link to this piece of equipment and a picture. Uh, well, go ahead and give us a – if you were going to sell me this piece of equipment, I'm going to let you go. Three, two, one. Sure. sure. We, uh, we, we set out to develop a, a new infield groomer. Now, we've – a uh, little history uh, before I get into the Field Pro 6040. We have, we, we developed the Sand Pro line around 50 years ago. And the Sand Pro line is primarily used for golf bunkers and, and for infields and baseball and softball fields, uh, among other things. And so we've, we've got a lot of experience, years and years of experience with, the, uh, with, with infield grooming. Um, 
we've been working on the different variations of it over the years. And uh, we have, you know, of course, noticed the success of a Toro grandstand stand-on style mower. And um, we have seen, of course, uh, some other products in the industry that have also used that configuration. And, and we wanted to combine our, our experience uh, with the grandstand and with the sand pro and with other equipment, the aerators and whatnot, and combine it all and to come up with a, a improved infield groomer, I should say. So that's the Field Pro 6040. So this has been in process for um, several years. Uh, we've tried different configurations, but we decided to really go fast and go to market with it just recently. And, and we think we've done a really good job of that. We, our goal was really to develop an infield groomer that is just a real true commercial grade uh, equipment that is, um, you know, that meets that the Toro brand standard, as they say, uh, that is reliable, has great service and support, and performs at a very high level. So we really focused on efficiency, uh, being able to use a variety of different attachments and, and tools, um, and then and be really reliable and, and have really great service. And that's, that's what we set out to do, and, and we delivered, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was able to see this machine uh, in uh, Savannah, Georgia, at the National Conference. Um, I'm a huge fan of Toro to start with. It's great to see this. Uh, great to see them come out with this piece of equipment. Um, looks very um, easy to operate, very user friendly. Um, yeah. And it's great. Yeah, it's, it's great to see that piece of equipment, you know, where Toro has everything, you know, that you would want out of a piece of equipment. And the one thing that didn't have was an infield groomer. And I mean, other than the, the three-wheeler with the rake and all, but that, this machine, it just, it's just a one and all machine. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, thank you. It's uh, it is, it's, you know, with the sand pro with the, the three-wheel, the type uh, groomer, it's, it's really good for maintaining fields. It pulls a drag around really well. It's easy to operate. Um, and it's worked good for a number of years. It's, it's got scarifying blades and different attachments, but they're very difficult to use. They're not hydraulically controlled. So what we really wanted to do is make a machine that has really good visibility so really could see the, the work that you're doing. Um, but the big thing is in the tool itself, and we actually call it the multi-tool because it does a number of different things. So we really set out to make it bigger, heavier, wider, uh, to make it more efficient. And, and what we believe is, is to really do a, an exceptional job of precision grading. You must have a really strong, uh, you know, highly engineered tool. And so our, we have this integrated box grader. So we made this very heavy, very robust. It's, we built it with a high strength steel. We have abrasion resistant steel wear edges and it with very little flex. And so it, it grades very uh, precisely. And it's, it's wide and, and a lot of power in the machine, a lot of weight in the machine, so it is able to grade very quickly as well. So precise and, and quick. We uh, included a new version of the SandPro tools on the front of this multi-tool. So we can picture a rotary tool holder that holds a scarifying, uh, toolbar. This is the same toolbar that fits on the mid 
uh, mount on a sand pro. So we use actually the same parts. Uh, this is mounted on the field pro and what we're allowed to do is hydraulically control the depth and the angle of that scarifying or spring time in the, in the front of the box blade. So you can actually put it into the ground if you need to scarify or, or use the tines on the ground while you're grading or not while you're grading or at the same time and it really works well. Um, for example, we, uh, we did a field rebuild at the show at the conference last week. And we were getting into uh, the material they, that they brought out for this field rebuild. And uh, I know that they brought the material out the weekend before. We did this on a Monday. And they brought the material out, this infield mix, this clay mix on a Friday, and it rained all weekend long. Mm-hmm. So very difficult material to work with. You know, sticky, it was, it was, it was clumpy. And um, so if you just graded it, used a grader, it, it just did not spread it because it was, and we were trying to get it done quickly. It was just part of a, a volunteer event and um, we we're trying to get it spread quickly and it, it just didn't, it, it was sticking together. It was not sticking to the ground below it. So what we did is we used the scarifier and then the spring times we tried them both and uh, tried to break up the material before we graded it. And it worked, uh, worked much better than just trying to grade it itself. So, so it's really nice to have that tool on the front to use it, uh, rotary tool to change that angle and the depth and, and work the material, the ground before you're grading it, if you, if you want to, if you choose to do that or not. And that's really the magic of the machine. And it's very, again, very robust. We, we really designed it uh, to be strong, to be precise, to not chatter, to have, not have flexibility. It's a great, it's a great, from what I was able to see of this machine, it was a great cross between strength and being well built um, and finesse, if that makes sense. You know, when you think of an infield, it's very precise. Just like you said, it's very, it's very, you have to be very meticulous with what you're doing on your infield dirt. And this machine, it's, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying that it's big, but it, you can tell that it's strong. It's not built with cheap parts. It's very heavy duty, very durable, but at the same time, it's compact and the finished product of what it's doing. I mean, almost looks like you did it with three people by hand. And that's, what's amazing. That's what's amazing about, about the machine and it being so well built at the same point. It having such, you know, having such an aesthetically pleasing product when it's finished. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You know, that's a really good point and and something we talked about a lot. So what we did when we developed the product is is we we develop in different stages, and so we do a prototype, we do a concept, and we do a prototype. And and what I did and what the engineers we would actually meet at different ball fields, and we would try it and a variety of different conditions, you know, weedy, a lot of silt, a lot of clay, uh, fields that weren't maintained, fields that were maintained, a lot of different conditions. And we tried to really understand and get that balance. I, I think you said that really well. It, you know, when we were working with the machine, there were some people that were trying to, uh, to grade rocks with it and go on a dirt road. And we had for example, we were we were at a ball field and and we were just playing around with it and and one uh, I tried it myself and the one engineer we tried to 
to grade this compacted uh, class five asphalt, you know, crushed compacted asphalt. And it could do it, but it's, it's just not what it's designed for. It's, uh, so I think you said it right. We, we said, well, if we really wanted to be able to grade that, we're gonna turn the machine into a skid steer or a road grader. And it's, it's clearly not a road grader. If we wanted to be a road grader or a skid steer, it'd probably weigh another couple thousand pounds. And we just didn't wanna do that because then you're, you're risking something else in, in terms of infield grooming. So it's a good balance of, of being a grader scarifier to last several years and really great and infield precisely. And that's the balance that we struck in. And I think we did a really good job and it took months and months of iterations on the tool, the frame, the casters, and, and we really got that, that nailed. And, and yeah, it, it is, it's uh, we use, you know, we use a, an engine that's similar to what we use in a dingo. We use the front casters that are almost identical to something we uh, use on our 12 foot wide Z mowers, something that we've used for years. We, we use SandPro attachments in the middle that we've been developing over the course of 50 years. We, it's able to accept any SandPro rear attachment or, or any attachment uh, with different options that we have that's, that's offered on the market. You have a Ron Groomer, let's say you're able to hook that up to our machine. Um, yeah, the, the hydraulic pumps, the wheel motors, things like that are all from products that we've been developing for years and years and years and have a lot of engineering development and test on. And so it's very robust machine, very uh, reliable, very uh, durable machine. And I, I think if I could sum up that response at the STMA show, it was, or SMMA show is, it's not called, it just looks really well built. And uh, I appreciate it because that was really, we appreciated those comments because that was really the goal of it. So um, we 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 found that right balance, and and it's it's a really uh, well built, high quality commercial product that Toro's known for. Yeah, absolutely. And what's the availability like on this piece of equipment? Yeah, we're we're looking right now, and it's a it's a difficult question. All of us, um, we always we always don't like to answer the availability questions with all the strange things happening in the world right now, but right now we're targeting this summer to have shipments of the product. We're going right. to be able to do, we're going to be building some demo units this spring and we hope to get those out as soon as we can It'll be late spring, but we're, we're hoping to see shipments of the actual product this summer. That's, that's great news. Yeah. Um, have, uh, how was the show with uh, any, uh, did y'all, were you able to make any sales? Well, yeah, it was, it, I think the show was good. I mean, personally, I, I had, we had talked a lot about the show and what we thought would happen with attendance because, you know, with everything going on with COVID, of course, beforehand, we didn't know if we would have a good turnout. And I was, uh, I was surprised. I was surprised that it was a very good turnout, I believe. I believe I heard is one of the, the highest attended shows in, in history and which was, uh, which was great. Um, yeah, we had a lot of, a lot of people visiting the booth. Uh, I think a lot of people had a lot of positive comments and, and a lot of good conversations, a lot of requests for, for demos and, and they hope to uh, hope to see it here soon once it gets out into the field. Yeah. Um, 
I was going to ask you something here. Yeah, I was just looking at some uh, pictures, you know, online of it. Um, sure. The what kind of horsepower does it have? Does it come in different packages or is it just one package? Yeah, we're, it's it's one one model. It's the uh, it has a twenty five horsepower Kohler Command Pro engine, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's so the way that it's set up with just a simple one of the big options with just a simple installation kit, we can add a laser to it for grading. Oh, wow. Um, but the, uh, again, the tool with this, with the carbide tip scarifying toolbar with a spring tie and that's standard. So it's really just one, uh, one model number. Uh, we don't have different engine ranges. We think this is uh, one, one model that works best for all. And, um, and we have a number of different optional rear drags and, and nail drags, cocoa mats, steel drags. That's basically the same lineup that we have for Sandpro. Uh, we're going to offer a number of different attachments to the multi-tool, including box blade extensions, an edger kit, a root cutter kit. Uh, we've got a number of different planer blades and, and a variety of different attachments for the actual multi-tool. Yeah, what is... Um... You know, before with all, you know, the basic machine without any attachments. What's the MSRP on the on the? Uh, it's going to be around. Uh, we believe in the, around thirty nine MSRP. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still working with that uh, with distributors, but that's about what we're targeting right now. Thirty nine what? Uh, thirty nine nine hundred would be uh, roughly okay. thirty nine thousand now. Yeah. Um, now you said a planer attachment. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool because if you hit a lot of material, like in some piles, sometimes it's people don't understand. I grew up around a farm, so I I know what a planer, a big planer is, and uh, having one in that setting is so beneficial for you not having to get that rake and get on your hands you know with your hands and knees and trying to spread dirt out well that that you know that's a big just just the way the machine stands you know we you know you look at that field rebuild we did last week and they brought in a lot of material and it it is able to with the wider box blade it's able to grab material and spread it out um and and i know there are a lot of comments that i heard last week that you know other similar machines really struggling to do that and you know with the weight of the machine and and the amount of power it has and how rigid it is and and the width of the tool it's 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 really good at grabbing material that's brought in and spreading it out and we were moving we had half yard buckets of material getting dropped around the field and we were fairly easily able to move that around spread it out flat yeah it uh it's definitely all the whole the everything at the booth was really was really neat. But I was really impressed with with that machine. I didn't even know that they were coming out with it. Um, yeah, uh, which I've been out of the baseball world for a long time, but it was nice to see that. I mean, I know there's a couple of people out there that have that have uh, that have some infield groomers, but when you look at the build, just like I said before, of that machine. I mean, it's hands down. It was definitely not rushed. It was definitely a lot of time and a lot of engineering and, 
lot of thought went into the build of that piece of equipment. So, yeah, it, it was, and it really, you know, we we started we started really testing it just last year. Actually, it was still pretty cold, you know, up here in Minnesota. It was we had to wait just for the snow to melt, and we we started getting out into different ball fields and we would run it we would try something we would say well it's I don't like this or I don't like this let's adjust the depth let's adjust the so we'd we'd come back I'd bring engineers down um you know the one lead engineer on the project he 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 lives on a farm he grew up on a farm and you know you say that and, and really brings that kind of common sense to the design of the machine and and that's We've got another guy designing the machine that's been here at Toro for 25 years. And, and so we, that's kind of experience that went into this. And, and we, um, we would come back and we would have uh, changes. We'd say, well, let's add, let's add a stiffening bar here. Let's add a radius there. And, and we would make changes and we'd go back down to the field and run it. Uh, we usually, we usually go down on a Friday morning and, and spend the morning down at a field and, and just run different things and do different tests and different parts and, come back and change it. And so we constantly iterated over the course of a year, year and a half to just get it right. And, uh, and it, and it works really well. Yeah. I'm interested to see, you know, the response, um, throughout the year of, you know, how it goes, especially was that, was that the unleashing of it? It was, yeah, we, yeah. we did uh, unveil it at the, at the show. Yeah, it was, uh, we've been working on it, but yeah, we uh, hadn't been out into the public before that, but we, we put out a little teaser video the, the week prior and then, and yeah, we unveiled it at the, at the show. Yeah. I'm interested to see the response, you know, yeah. this year and how it goes. It's a, it's definitely a step in the right direction for Toro for sure to get on board with the you know, with having everything you need from a grooming standpoint like that for infield dirt. And, uh, I think it's a, I think it's an awesome machine. And like I told you, I'm a big fan of Toro anyway. I always have been always, always had good service. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of it and I'm looking forward to the response, you know? Yeah, it, it, me too. I think it was good at the show and yeah, me too. That's what I hear as well. It's it's that's the thing that's really important to people that buy any piece of equipment is you know, how's the service, how's the support, and, and of course we have coverage globally, really, and and across the U.S. we've got you know great distributors that that offer great service support, and and they can be out there at a moment's notice to help get you back up and running if if there is an issue. So that's a big that's uh, a big deal with a piece of equipment like this. And uh, where will they be able to buy this piece of equipment? All the Toro dealers, because I know sometimes you have Toro dealers that are lawn and landscape, and then uh, what's what? What are who are they going to need to contact for this? Sure, the this will be sold in the commercial group, so it'll it'll be sold through Toro commercial distributors. Right. Yeah, that's so if you're buying a Sand Pro or most of the grounds masters or some of those types of pieces of equipment, they would be the same. Same person you talk to with those you you would talk to about the field pro. That's awesome, man. Well, um, man, I think that's about wrap us up uh, sure. here for our conversation. Uh, everybody needs to refer to Twitter to to the Dirt on Turf 
Twitter. It's uh, Dirt Turf Podcast. That's the Twitter handle. And we're going to post some pictures and some links to this. Uh, it's going to go live. Uh, well, when people are hearing it, it will be live to them. But uh, it's going to be tomorrow is when I'm going to do it. Any questions that you have about who to contact about this machine, feel free to direct message the podcast and we will get you in touch with the right people. Um, Sam, anything else that you have? If you, uh, yeah, and if you do want more information and again, yeah, reach out to the podcast or, you know, Toro.com, we have a, a page that's linked to our infield groomers, uh, section of the website. So, yep. And, uh, Toro grounds, will be tagged in this as well. So uh, it's uh, any information that you need, feel free to reach out to that Twitter, mine, go to the website, um, especially if you're in the market for one of these, you need to at least do some research on it. That way you can have everything you need to take to your administration when you go to, you know, Try and pitch the idea that you need this equipment. Well, that being said, uh, we're going to wrap this first conversation up. Uh, Sam, it was a pleasure having you. It was great meeting you all. Yeah. And uh, at the conference in Savannah, Georgia, uh, what a great time that was. Uh, the weather was at least decent until we got ready to leave. Um, I came home to five inches of snow, uh, but it's okay. <laughs> Um, uh, same thing with me. It's nice to be in, in Georgia. It's better than uh, Minnesota weather at the time in January. So it's good to be down there. Yeah. Well, like I said, anybody that needs any information, you know where to find it. Um, feel free to reach out. Uh, go to www.toro.com. And again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Sam, for your time. Thank you, Toro, for your time. And thank you for what you're doing for the, in the business. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Glad to do it. Thank you very much, Chris. Yep. And we will be in touch soon. Agstone is focused on providing his customers with more than just a great product, offering a surprisingly affordable Full course wedding agent that is 98% biodegradable, reduces LDS, increases nitrogen uptake, and has no burn potential. One chemistry, multiple benefits. Agstone stays with you every step of the way, helping analyze and maximize potential through our products, technical knowledge, and customer support. To get more information, visit www.agstone.com ag-stone.com www.ag-stone.com or email sales at agstone.com and ag-stone.com Well, that's it for today's episode. Again, I'm your host, Chris Toppings, with the Dirt on Turf podcast. And before we leave you, let me remind you about netting professionals. 
It doesn't matter what kind of netting you need, whether it's for a batting cage, a dugout, driving range, backstops, check out Netting Professionals. Go to their website, www.nettingpros.com or follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. You don't want to miss out with these people. Give them a call. Let them give you a price. They'll take care of you. Until next week, I'm Chris Toppings. We'll see you then. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dirt Turf Podcast.